Hey everybody, it's Travis here from Everything and Nothing. <laughs> I hope everybody's doing good. Still hanging in there. Uh, today's a little personal little show I got for you. You know, sometimes I gotta throw those in there. I always ask questions, you know, like personal questions and stuff. And I would hope that when I do that, you guys ponder on them for yourselves as well. You know, like self-reflection. There's always self-reflection time for myself. I'm always like, oh, let's think about what this means to me. You know, it's so crap, right? So, well, it's not crap, but you know, I'm like sort of mushy in that way. Even though I'm not like a romantic person at all, but I'm always like, oh, what is life? Like, I'm always kind of like that person. <laughs> I've always been like that. So, um, but I, I was asking myself, um, like, why is it that I don't have that many male friends? And why is it that my male relationships that I do have are not as strong as I think they could be? And so I wanted to sort of dive into what reason I think that is, like, why I don't have that many male friends. And it, it uh, or, you know, it took some some hard truth for myself to get to that point where I felt like I could talk about it. Um, I had three reasons why I thought that it was that way. But now I'm down to two. Because I feel like two and three were kind of similar. Um, so I'll just leave the two. Uh, one reason, you know, we're going to just dive in there. You know, I haven't asked you guys to follow me on anything in a while. <laughs> I don't want to be like, follow me here. After you, you didn't hurt me, didn't pour my little heart out. But follow me on Instagram after I cry. Make me feel better by following me. You know, like, I don't want to do all that. But, you know, it's there if you want to see and want to go and follow. You know, you know, I don't like begging for follows and stuff. Well, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm begging, but, you know, I don't feel like asking even though, you know, that's the only way it's going to work. You're not going to do it yourself, right? Unless I encourage you. But anywho. Number one. Well, one of the, you know, the main reason I f uh, feel like that I don't have any male friends. And 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 it's not even about me having male friends. Uh, see, this is tough to say. But I feel like. Uh, black men in particular I don't trust that much because I feel like they have been the ones who I've gotten the most heat from in my life so I really don't have many of those friends uh, because I feel like they're going to always prejudge and you know I read a long time ago people like people who are like them and if you're not like them and you're considered other or different and they treat you as such. And, you know, I am not like most guys, black or white, you know, or any other race. But that's what makes us who we are. We're not supposed to be alike. And, you know, even though people want you to conform all the time, uh, and I've tried to do that, that's never really been my cup of tea. And so, because I gotten the most heat from guys being called all kind of names and stuff and being judged for liking what I like and doing or saying something a certain way like I once got ridiculed for being a reader 
you know, one guy was like, he was a friend of a family member, and he was like, what, you read? And I was like, the fuck? Yeah, I read. What do you mean do I read? Don't you? You want to be dumb? Like, I mean, I don't understand, like, how is that not uh, good, you know? Or how is that anyway something that is looked in misconstrued as being soft or gay in any kind of way. I mean, I don't understand, like, what angle he was coming from. I felt it was as though he was trying to say that was something women do. Or old people, maybe. Maybe he was implying that. I don't know. I don't want to, you know, but I couldn't give no one a benefit of that at that time because at this point I had been called every name in the book. So, like, when someone approaches me and tries to question what it is I'm doing or what I like... I just jumped to the worst conclusion, like, okay, so you're that kind of person, you know, uh, because I was reading a newspaper, and he was like, oh, you read newspaper? I was like, yeah, and I was like, well, I read everything, you know, and he was like, what? Like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, oh, what is wrong with that? That's just one example, you know, uh, and so because of that, I feel like I have to, when I meet uh, another guy, especially a black guy, I'm always like, you know, oh, let me meet you, say hi to you, and then let me ghost. Let me get out the way, let me move, let me go about my business away from you, because then I feel like if I reject you first, you won't have to reject me later. That's my coping mechanism. And uh, I say all that to say that now that I've... uh, face that about myself, I'm able now to open up to meeting people, other guys, and not feel as though I have to pretend to be, you know, someone I'm not, or pretend to act and behave a certain way just so they can like me. I've learned that I'm good enough, you know, and it took a long time to get to that point, you know, um, and I learned that if it isn't good enough for some people, then that's fine. Then I'll still live and be all right at the end of the day, right? So I say all that to say that I'm trying to not be that way and not be distrustful of men who look like me. Because uh, I know they have it hard too, you know. But men who look like me and also like what we like you know, or don't fit that, or who, let me just say, who aren't straight, wherever you fall under that category, an umbrella, and you're black, you're just, you're all put into the same category by people who are opposite, you know, whether you're bi, or you identify as queer or gay, or you're black and trans, you know, you're all put into the, oh, get away from me, I don't like you kind of category, by people who are, by cis black men and cis black women and cis people in general who are ignorant and discriminate, you know. But uh, I'm trying not to look at, you know, because I understand what, of course, black people have gone through and what black men have gone through and all that kind of stuff, right? So I'm trying to be receptive knowing that struggle and not come down completely on them for judging me for who I, who I, you know, who I've been or who I am, right? 
And so I'm trying to I'm, I'm trying to walk that fine line and balance like okay I get why you're like how you're like I understand it now, and so if you come at me a certain kind of way, and it's not a way that I am receptive of or a way that I feel is respectful, well I mean I'll I'll let you know that that's wrong, but I I won't close myself off to an experience or an opportunity to meet someone else you know, who might look like you. And usually I would have done that. Now I would just be like, okay, I understand. They're not ready yet. They're in this place that they're in because of what they've been through, you know? And so now I'm trying to be compassionate and understanding about that plight more so than I was before uh, when I was younger. And so it's it's more about that. Uh, The second reason that I was, uh, I guess, distrustful of men. Oh, excuse me. Or I didn't trust black men. Well, I, th- I think I said it in the first reason. It was because my own relationships with my f- own family members who are, are men of color had been not as close as it had been previously and uh, kind of strained in some ways. And so that really started the building blocks for how I dealt with other people who worked my family who were black men, you know. And so that's that's one of the reasons why that's the other reason why I didn't really trust them too much and you know, because when you're portrayed by men of color in your own family, you know, you're like, Okay, well, how I was was okay, they portrayed me in my own family, but I'm gonna go out and find it somewhere else. And then when you discover they're the same way, you're like, okay, what the hell? What? Why is it just me? What's wrong with me? Why is everybody treating me like this? Why can't I have, I have like, guy friends for too long before they turn on me or leave me or, you know? And I felt abandoned, so it's kind of like a few times I felt abandoned by certain friends. Uh, and that ties into reason uh, number one, the abandoned trust issue. That would have been my third reason. But, you know, like I said, it's sort of well, it's sort of similar to the first one. Being feeling abandoned and not being trustful and I mean I, I mean I guess it's similar. It could have been it could have been its own reason. But yeah. But I'm trying not to be like that anymore. I'm trying to realize that other black men are not my enemy. You're not my enemy. You know? And where do black women fit in all this? Uh I'll tell you something right now. Black women have been my saviors. They have always been the ones to have my back. They have always been the ones to stand by me. And they have always been the ones to tell me like it is, even when I didn't want to hear it. And so, if it wasn't for having a black woman or black women in my life, me feeling rejected or me feeling like I didn't have a lot of friends when growing up, would have been that much harder for me because I had them as friends growing up. And I still have them as friends now, you know. Even though, in general, my circle is very small now. Uh, no matter who you are, what you look like. Because I've learned that, you know, you can't befriend everyone, right? But at the time, when I was younger, and just wanted to try to be popular, I tried too hard to do all that. And I still had, you know... Black girl magic around me, there to hold me down whenever I was like, 
being wild and crazy, thinking I was, I don't know who the hell I thought I was. I really don't. I was just trying to fit in with everybody else. So, and that was right around the time I was in middle school, junior high. So, like, that was the worst time for me in school. Because I really was not being myself at all. High school was much better because I said, forget all that. I'm just going to go in there and be me. And I enjoyed it much more. I really did. I enjoyed it much more. Um, I got to interact and meet more people and be friends with more people, even though I wasn't popular. But I didn't care about that anymore at that point, you know? So that was a big lesson, too. But, yeah, black women have always been my, my I want to say my backbone. Yeah, well, they've, they've, well, they've helped me, you know, they've helped me grow one. I, I would tell you that. For sure. And I want to say that about men in my life. Now, men in my life, not all of them. As I said before, there have been men in my life who have been like, oh, uh, okay, relationship's not so great there. But there have been a few who have been, you know, the opposite of that and been great with me and been good role models and been, you know, you know, including my dad. But, like, your dad can do everything. You have to have other mentors. and I mean, you don't have to have, but it would be great and nice if you had other mentors. And so there were other people in my life besides my own father who, like, you know, inspired me and tried to help me and that kind of thing. And so I'm looking for those few men as well. So it's not about, you know... Or, you know, bashing anybody or anything. It's about me being honest about why it is that I feel I don't have better relationships with men now or why I don't have more friendships with men now. And it was me just coming to that conclusion and facing it for myself and trying to do better. And once I recognize it, trying to, I guess, make steps toward changing that, you know? That's all. And so I guess that is where I'll leave it. We can always evolve and do better. And when you get older, as you get older, you learn more about yourself and who you are and what you tolerate, what you don't tolerate, all that good stuff, right? And so wish me luck. I mean, I'm an introverted person by nature, I believe. So I've always been kind of a loner anyway. But when I am in that space where I'm like, okay, I want to be friends, or I want to, when I was anyway in that space, now I'm trying to be in that space again. But for a long time, I was just saying, F it. I ain't going to, you know, it is what it is. I don't care. But once I realized why it is I wasn't caring and why it is that I was just saying whatever to it, that's when I was like, no, I am going to care now. I am going to try now. I am going to be different now. I am going to try to move on from it now. I am going to try to face it now, you know? That's when all of that started. So now I'm in a place again where I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, that's, you know, why not? I'm trying not to be like a little scaredy cat and, you know, meet somebody and be like, hey, what's up? How you doing? Okay, see you later. Because I'm all like, oh, no, I don't want them to know me. And once I'm myself in front of them, they're like, oh, you don't like you. And I'm like, oh, here we go again. Like, I'm trying not to go down that rabbit hole of thinking again, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, that is where I'll leave it again. And I will talk to you later. Thanks for listening to me rant and rumble about, I guess, my moment of self-discovery. <laughs> later, guys.